0: It's the slap. slap Slap Slap. We go hit you with you. And traps radio podcast. It, let's get it. Powered by The Slap God. C. Austin, the DJ. What up, Dollar Slap Gods in the motherfucking building? Got my niggas in this motherfucker. United. Sean Mercury. What's the deal? Salas, welcome to Slap Trash Radio. What up, dawg? Live from the motherfucking Slap Factory. Yeah, so check this out, man. I'm glad I got you niggas here, man. I had some shit on my mind. I want to talk to y'all about the current state of Detroit, hip-hop, right now. You know what I'm saying? Just to get y'all overall opinions. Now, Merck, we got a chance to chop it up not too long ago. You gave me your perspective, you know what I'm saying? Well, what I didn't get was your perspective, g United. is just overall, who would you say is some of your favorite rappers from Detroit of all time? And how do you feel about the current state of hip-hop right now? In Detroit, In Detroit. Nah, just period. In Detroit. Let me rephrase that. In Detroit. Who is my all-time favorite rappers in Detroit? Yeah. Some of them. No, gonna be all. I'm gonna have to say right now, Street Lord One, that nigga Los from Raw Collection. Um. I like Eastside Egg Row. Um and everybody this this guy right here y'all niggas you know what i'm saying i i, I but i say the top three top four is the people i name okay okay now, speaking of that, I I know y'all all been aware, there's been a lot of crazy shit going on in the city with all these artists beefing with each other. Now, we're not gonna say no names or put nobody on blast or be disrespectful in no type of way, but what I do wanna know, G-Uniters and Mark, you can chime in if you want, is just how do y'all feel about people tearing people down publicly on these platforms? I don't like it, and you know, Especially if the person who tearing down have no stake in hip hop. They just really on some other street shit trying to treat niggas out their position. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't think it deserves no response. If if <clears throat> if somebody saying something and they have no type of all they could talk about is how they how they might have did something. It might be speculated they did something or whatever, but they ain't been a part of no history of hip hop. No not history of hip hop. They don't, they don't really have a right to say nothing and shame on anybody that responds to that bullshit. And what if they have been a part of hip hop then uh, put That's niggas That's a good on, question. You know if they so have, I I still don't. I, I I feel like nobody should publicly, especially Detroit on Detroit. Nobody should still publicly say anything. I I think it should be a conversation. That's the difference between animals and humans. Humans can have conversations. Animals. You know, they don't got to have conversations. They don't really, they just know how to do some guerrilla shit. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So I think everybody is mature enough in hip-hop to have a conversation. What do you feel we need to do as a city moving forward to prosper? You know what I'm saying? And um, to be taken serious. Obviously, we got the limelight on us right now. But with all the silly shit and a lot of these artists beefing back and forth with each other, I feel like... It's gonna come and go, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. What what, what y'all think we need to do in order to move forward and be taken serious in this rap game? Is it work ethic? Is it cut out the silly shit? You know what I mean? Everybody don't have to get along with each other, but we gotta be able to coexist in some of these spots. You know what I'm saying? Like, rolling out with a book. These niggas right now, this nigga beefing with that nigga. That shit hurt the city. Niggas don't be looking at. And these promoting niggas, these promoter niggas don't want to book you because it's insurance risk. You know what I'm saying? I I think I'm a, I'm gonna just say like uh, I'm a firm. I I really firmly believe like bro, like it's more than one type of influence to listen to like. Like, uh like if a nigga asks me who my favorite Detroit rapper is, I'ma say Payroll, right? And the reason I feel like that is because that was one of the most glorious parts of my life. I didn't I didn't have a nigga, I didn't have an uncle or cousin or anybody to put it to me in that type of way. But I jumped off the porch, right? But I think I'm gonna tell you like this, like that. That's my opinion, but as a city, for us to move forward, I think we need to release a lot of other different type of genres because Detroit got more to offer than just like you know what I'm saying, a, a bunch of street shit, dope dealing shit, and shit like that. Like Detroit, Detroit music run deep. I think a lot of shit right now getting blocked and put to the side. Because people want to glorify the life we used to live and shit like that. But um, ultimately this an art form and art and art deserve recognition, especially when it's beautiful. And right here in Detroit, we got that. We got everything. We got dancers, we got beat makers, we got, uh, got it all. Horses, it's just we got everything. it everything. But when it comes to this music, we we also have more to offer than just uh Niggas drinking they popping pills, selling dope and shit like that. Like we got more to offer than that. You hearing that from us because that's just how the fuck we live, but you know what I'm saying? It's more to us than that. And just to break into this, we need to, you know what I'm saying, start releasing more, more of a genre. We got R and B singers out here, we got a lot of other shit, comedians, and a lot of other shit. So I really think like uh people need to really open up to what we're doing here in Detroit because it's, it's really bigger than what you think. Now, G.U. Niners, let me ask you this. How you feel about all this tension between the younger generation and our generation? You know, the young niggas always talking about, man, the old niggas don't fuck with us or nobody put us on, we had to make our own way, or even if a nigga did help them, they feel like the OGs are always trying to hog the line, like and piggyback off the young niggas' success right now. It's fair to say right now that the young niggas got the city poppin'. You know Young niggas everywhere got this. Got but it's a like we, we we was not gonna front like it wasn't no niggas that came before neither. It was some beasts out here. You right, know what right. I'm saying? So I just wanted to get your opinion about what you think about. My shit. my my solution to that is we need more platforms that that's dedicated to mature rap. Everybody ain't in the clubs. Everybody ain't doing drugs or selling drugs. We got some niggas that. They still might be hustling, but they ain't going to the club, they don't want to hear that shit. You know, you got lawyers now that listen to hip-hop, you got plumbers now that listen to hip-hop. You know what I'm saying? And they don't want to, every time, have to go back to 90s hip-hop. So the solution is to create a platform that 35 and plus niggas that listen to hip-hop can listen to. They can turn it on, and it might be a new nigga, that's forty-something years old, but that can rap. The thing is, well, hey, but he ain't rapping him, about This nigga you know ain't rapping saying? about getting blow, cause he forty-something <coughs> fucking years old. He rapping about shit he doing at forty-something fucking years old. But the real uh, question is, hey. do you think the powers, the higher powers that be, are trying to blackball it? No, you know, no, I, 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 I don't, because Detroit. let say Detroit. Yeah. Like like one thing you gotta love about Detroit as far as T Grizzly to me in my opinion, T Grizzly, Shada Baby, 42 Thug, Young Peasy, them niggas created their own fucking lane. Nobody had faith and they flow or really nothing. You know what I'm saying? And all of a sudden, the, a lot of these young niggas is rapping like them niggas, like Detroit niggas now. They rapping on the same cadence. The whole game sound like Detroit niggas right now, so, as far so, as the young niggas. So look, T Grizzly, I, I'll say him. And they and, jacking our beats. And a few other niggas, them niggas created their own lane. So if they can do it, we can create our own lane. 35 and up, or just mature hip hop, period. Man, I can't. I can't jump all around, dog. I'm 50 years old. I can't jump all around and be around a whole bunch of people I don't so know. So would you have. fuck with a nigga that was 18, 19, 20, 21? Nah, if nah. his shit was dope, hear what nah, I'm saying? Nah. If his shit was dope, like mature rap, he was just nah. a nigga like ahead of his time. Nope, he, he, he is still <clears throat> behind my time. You feel me? I'm 50. It's nothing to 8. I don't care how sweet the 18 year is. Nothing he can say. That the average 50 year old motherfucker gonna be related? That's is relatable. You feel me? Now I might, I might say, okay, this this dude can rap. I might give. I'm, you know, I'm not gonna be blind to talent. Right. But at the same time, there's no platform on YouTube. On the radio station, on internet radio, that I can just turn to and say these niggas ain't talking about going to the clubs. But it's still a commercial song. Still good music. It's still good music. But they ain't talking and it ain't 90s music. It's some new shit from some mature motherfuckers. And mature, maturity takes time. So that's just my opinion. We need a, we need our own platform. So what do you say to the motherfucker that asks you what do you consider mature? What do you mean? Like motherfuckers say you say mature music, you hear the cater to mature crowd, what's considered mature music? Is it because a motherfucker is older? Or is it just because the music is mature? It's 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 both. It's the content. It's the content. Fingerman got a uh, a verse on the song we got called Hide in the Hole and he talked about how he had a wife for 13 years. That's maturity. A 20 year old can't relate to that. I mean, you got exceptions to the rule all the time. So I'm not gonna say every 20 year old can't relate to that. But a 35 year old can relate to that. Yeah, a a 35 year old can say, damn, that's some deep shit for a nigga to have a wife for 13 (coughs) years you know what I'm saying so um, and, and, and the say that in the rap so nowadays you're not going to hear a, a, even a phenomenon rapper that's younger talk about how he got a wife you're just not going to hear it right for that much uh, especially for that much time because they ain't been they ain't been breathing on the mic that goddamn long Tell me about G United, man. What you got going on, man? Tell me about what's current as far as the music. You know what I'm saying? What's going on with the Cyber Kings. I got an what's album. What's going coming on with G United, man, King. as a as, as a whole, you know what I'm saying? Covenant of the Kings coming out pretty soon. I ain't got no release date, but that's what I'm working on. Um I've been chilling, man. You know what I'm saying? Tell me the, about tell me about this great MC sitting next to you, man, Sean Merck aka Sean Merc. One of the dopest artists, he remind me of like a Detroit Jada Kiss at this point in his career. Whatever he gets on is gonna be phenomenal, especially if the beat is phenomenal. I'm blessed to be in a situation to where I got access, you know what I'm saying, and I could do music with this nigga. Uh, we work right right now, we working on the song in particular, um, um, on the album right now. Shout out to that nigga Los. What up, dog Los raw collection. Tell me about how y'all hooked up, man. Look, look. Well that nigga, you talking about me and Mark? Yeah, you and Merck. Me and A D. That's one of my best friends. Shout out to A D. He locked up now, he'll be out real soon. Free A D. And um we love like, music. A D love music. You know what I'm saying? And back in the day, in the 90s, because that's when I met Merck, right? About the 90s, right? Yeah, because yeah. was Yeah, we was in high school, bro. We was yeah. in like Goddamn ninth grade. Uh, I met this nigga a like long time grade, ago. Bro. And every time, you know what's crazy in Merck's rap, he'll always yeah. talk about a gun in his rap that I had. But it'd be like a classic, like a Parabellum nine. He had this one song about his Parabellum nine, and I had a Parabellum nine. And even nowadays, he'd be talking about shit like a Kimber four mm-hmm. five. interviewed Shorty Rock stole my Kimber four five. Rob Church's chicken dog. <laughs> but I had a Kimber four five, dog. Yeah. He stole the kid. He could have had. He could have just sold the but Kimber four five, know dog. You know the thing about the Kimber is like shout out to Shorty Rock. The thing about it is like it's not what you gonna expect when you fucking with a hood nigga, you feel what I'm saying? But the thing about it, I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you an honest equation on what the Kimber is, It's cut out of a solid block of iron. That one gun is all cut out of the same piece of iron, right? Mm-hmm. And it's and the and the Kimber is pretty much like when you look at like a a Parabellum, which is a, a beautiful weapon. Beautiful. Because that, because that's what I first said. Like, my thing about uh, pistols, and why I love pistols so much, because when you when you lift a nigga, a pistol is a beautiful thing to have because it can be like a rifle. You feel me? Or it can be like a boxing glove. You understand what I'm saying? And that Parabellum, if you lift a nigga, once you get done, you can take it apart and it's done with. You dig what I'm saying? But I'm gonna Merck tell you say that shit that make you think. I I'm told gonna, that nigga that shit yeah, was not But into I'm him. gonna tell you about he that. He got that clever wordplay. I'm know gonna what tell I'm you about saying? that. That 911. This is why like now. My first 911 I got from Marine. It was a. It was military issue 911. It was blue steel. Well, it was blue. It was iron, but it was blue. But this bitch was so beautiful. Now the gun is perfectly balanced. Mm. Right. Now, what you would equate as a Parabellum would be like a, a a fully modified Corvette Z06. That's, that's like what a Parabellum is, right? But the Kimber 911 is like a Rolls Royce. It's like a Rolls Royce. It's like if you're going to assassinate a nigga, it's nothing better. It's like a blessing. It's like how the, the Japanese niggas do when they hit you with the katana, nigga. It's a blessing <laughs> to get killed by a certain weapon, bro. You dig what I'm saying? Nigga get out here, and get popped with a 22, just some little shit on his mama mattress or some shit. Like, nah, nigga, nigga hit me with a fucking $1,100 gun, bro. Mm-hmm. You dig what I'm saying? And then, not only that, you your shit, the shit I'm fucking with, military issues, so you can't even get it on the street. So you feel what I'm saying? So that, that's the type of shit we talking about. Like, I'm glad you brought that up. I'm sorry. I love guns and stuff. Man, this all yeah. real. It's the Slap Some trap show, man. Yeah, you can be real guns. on this show, nigga. But that Kimber. This ain't that. When you Let's fucking with that motherfucker Kimber, that's different. Everybody look, I had a a Kimber 4-5 with a wood grain handle. Yes. Yeah. This nigga, <laughs> this nigga I did them he got convicted of it, so I ain't saying nothing. That ain't public record. But Moving forward, man. This is Robby Church's chicken, look, Mm. They probably got I don't know three hundred dollars total for the whole day. <laughs> as cheap as they sell chicken in that motherfucker. Go so ahead. Moving forward, man, G9 is for those who don't know, I know, but for those who don't know, tell the people, man, your your position in this game, you know what I'm saying? Pretty much what you do as far as working with these artists and just making your stamp and I do management. Saying. You know what I'm saying? I do management. And um what I basically do is I aR I r my own shit like the music that I put out I anr it myself. You know what I'm saying? So I'm am I'm, I'm about 90% management and 10% anr. And if you don't know anr it's artist repertoire, so I bring the right producers with the right artists together and and kind of orchestrate cuz everybody is like a different instrument. So, I kind of collaborate different people. Kind of like DJ Khaled, but I'm cooler. You know what I'm saying? Or somebody like that. Okay, okay. That's what's up. Now, tell me about your upbringing, man. Detroit, Michigan. Born and raised. Six Mile. Mumford, baby. Mm -hmm. Born and raised in Detroit. Not just Mumford. I went to about 10 different high schools. I started off at Redford. I went to military school. I went to St. Mary's at Orchard Lake Boarding, which if you don't know, it's a boarding boarding schools. Um, went to Mumford. Then I went to Adult Ed, uh, Berkeley Adult Ed. And that's where I graduated from. That's Grew seven, up yeah. on Six Mile Liver North, but I'm not a Six Mile nigga. Um, I just been a hustler all my life. I ain't, I ain't like my boy Rick said. I ain't really a street nigga but um, I'm like a nerd. I read a lot, I read books. I wear glasses. You feel me? I'm a nerd. What made you want to jump into music? My father. My father, when I was little, that I can remember, on the weekends he'd smoke a lot of weed. And uh, did y'all got some blunts, man? I got some weed, dog. We gotta roll up, fam. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> so, how I got into music was... My father smoked a lot of weed on the weekends. And he had this room before he had, you know, a whole bunch of other kids. He had this room he called the Spiffy Room. And him and his homeboys would get together. This was like before rap was even out like that, not at least in Detroit. And, uh and his boys they'll all be high as hell and they'll be listening to shit like Chariots of Fire I don't know if you ever watched that movie but it got a lot of, you know what I'm saying Insta and shit like that and they had a whole album of shit Star Wars and they'll be high as hell listening to that shit and you know subconsciously I'll be hearing that shit too so when I started listening to rap music I started doing the same shit and that's how I got into music. You know what I'm saying? I started off listening to Run DMC. I ain't really getting into Curtis Blow. I was just about to ask you, what was the first rap shit you heard? Where Run you DMC, like, yeah. man. That was... I might have heard Curtis Blow, but to me it sounded like a gimmick. Like, Kurt, you know, who ha, hippity hop. You basic, feel me? Basically. Yeah, it was basic. Run DMC made that shit cool. And then they was dressing like niggas I was seeing dressing. Adidas, Levi's, shit like that. It was niggas around in Detroit dressed the same way. Mm-hmm. What do you think the Midwest West needs to do to take over this rap shit? Even if we don't take over it, just make. Make More a a, yeah, make a statement because I mean, Bone did they thing, Twister did they thing, couple of niggas here and there, you know. But overall, I don't think the Midwest ever really got its full recognition. We got, a, we you got. Know got a, what I'm saying? As far as Detroit, I can speak on Detroit. Detroit has to promote lyricism instead of you know. We got two forms of rap here. We got hustlers, you know. Like I said, shout out to Peasy and and and, and um, T Grizzly. Them niggas is like hustling rap though. You know what I'm saying? They're not lyricists. And I think anybody will tell you that. So in Detroit, we have to promote lyricism. You know what I'm saying? Stop talking about, uh, just because you're a real nigga, that don't mean you can rap. I mean, it go good with it, but being a real nigga don't mean you can rap. You know what I'm saying? And and that's just a fact. Now you can make it work and you can make money off of it, but a hundred years from now, nobody gonna know what the fuck you is. You made money, but you ain't make history. You feel me? So I think we got to concentrate on that type of shit. We got to concentrate and promote lyricism. Niggas that's really nice on the mic. Instead of promoting how much money a nigga got. Fuck how much well, I ain't no bitch. I ain't no female. Grown ass men don't give a fuck about how much give another grown ass man making. Give me some examples of some niggas you would say is nice on the mic from Detroit. Right now and <laughs> from back then. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so... Um... Besides the niggas that I deal with on a regular basis, I wanna exclude them niggas. Nice on the mic, I wanna say. Um, first of all, shout out to Wine. Wine, nice on the mic. Yeah. Royce the Five Nine, nice on the mic. Stretch Money, nice on the mic. Marv One, nice on the mic. Um, Quest McCauley. Quest McCody, yep, nice on the mic. What um, oh, was my man name? Bizarre, I like Bizarre. Bizarre, nice on the mic. Um, that nigga lost from the raw collection. Yeah, nice on the mic. Lost for sure. Um, Sean Murray. Well, i am said I'm excluding all the niggas that I, you oh, know, yeah, that yeah, I yeah, deal yeah, with yeah, on a yeah, regular yeah, basis. Yeah, say that. Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just exclude lost all that shit too. But how you, you know, feel about the current state of Detroit right now? It's you horrible, like This young shit, you don't like man, it. It's horrible, man. It's horrible. You got a few niggas stepping their game up. Payroll Giovanni, he stepping his flow up. Vezo stepping his flow up. The rest of them niggas is just making money off a of rap, and that's just what it is. You know what I'm saying? My bad if I miss you, but the rest of, the rest of these niggas just hustlers, and I got to respect it at the end of the day. So what do you say to the nigga that say what's wrong with that? It ain't nothing wrong with it. Get your money. Nothing wrong with it, get your motherfucking money, however you gotta do it, as long as it's honorable. Now tell me about this Covenant of King Projects, man. I've been hearing a lot about it. I'm honored to be a part of it myself. You know what I'm saying? Well, it's it's mostly 35 and up rappers on there. That's number one. There's nobody on that album that's under 35. Um, A big part of Detroit, I don't think, besides Maybe Castro, a big part of Detroit is only on the album, you know what I'm saying? It's mostly Detroit niggas. Um, Phantom Beast do got some production on there. He from the Bay Area. Shout Shout out Phantom Phantom Beast. Beast. Bay Area, Um, what up? The R.I.P. Jack, nigga. For sure. Um, It's going to be one of the dopest albums Detroit has ever produced. Trust me on that. Shout out to that nigga, Art. He doing all the mixing to that shit. R Force. Yep. By the, the way, architect. if you don't know who R Force is, that's where the great street lords started off at. Getting they should mix and match with R Force. And he made a lot of their beats too, but you ain't got to check my word for it. Just go watch that G Rock interview. Shout out our Force. What up though, G Rock? R.P. Blade. R.P. Blade. I'm also doing, speaking of G Rock, I'm doing the, um, a uh, album called the um the oldest freshman and uh um, it's going to be it's going to be mainly 35 and up artists from Detroit you know what I'm saying um showing what they can <coughs> do cuz you, you, you shout out to Mac Nichols man he really yeah, that's my he name, really man. inspired me to really push the issue and to be more specific you know what I'm saying, niggas come man, out with he a consistent video. than a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. You know, every year he drop at least four or five tapes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he he do his thing, man. So shout out to that nigga. And um, um, I'm gonna do an album called. It's gonna be a mixtape called The Oldest Freshman. So I'm, I'm a, I plan on working. Why mixtape, not an G-Rod. album? Because I want volumes of it, and I I want to I want to tape niggas beats and just and just for make it for Detroit. Right. I want to make the platform just like these young niggas do. I'ma follow their blueprint on just making a statement and making a platform specifically for mature artists. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to sit I, I, because it's a high demand. A nigga that's in jail right now in prison, believe me, because I talked to niggas in prison. A nigga that's in prison that's forty years old doing a ten year bid don't want to hear about. Club shit and, and and doing drugs or the whole guy maybe once in a while but not through the whole time not through the whole bid they want to hear some shit that's gonna get them through the bid mm-hmm. and you don't hear that no more man you know what I'm saying that hip hop is old enough I think now. it would be fair to say music lacks substance you now. gotta you gotta, you know gotta go to saying? certain artists for that type of shit man it ain't that shit don't exist like that niggas ain't really on no real shit it's like it's like nah, the art like if you put it into a frame of mind, it's like the artist that you listening to now, it's like the bitch that you fucking, that's her son. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's her son. He out here yeah. on some wild that's shit. This his story. And wooty woo, like, my nigga, like, everybody got a story, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? And, and and I'm not trying to be entertained. I'm not like I'm not don't get it fucked up. Because <clears throat> I'm Sean Merck, I represent Merck Music. I got young artists that I fuck with. I, I, I got young artists that I done, I done brought from that was children and brought them motherfuckers up in the music. You understand what I'm saying? But at the same time, what my nigga G is saying is, a, is on a whole nother trip and I can totally feel that shit. Because I've been in situations where I didn't want to hear a motherfucker that was 17 entertaining my bitch. And the simple fact that my bitch was sitting up there being entertained by a nigga that was seventeen was really like appalling to me. Like, what type of bitches am I fucking with? Oh, I'm saying, sorry. oh God, like, bro, like, do you know who this nigga is? You praising me, cause, cause I'm this type of nigga, but this nigga <coughs> put us in the same room. He's not the same person. You understand what I'm saying? Make you what look you, at what you, type what of level the bitch on You told living. me being entertained by a kid. <coughs> By a kid, cause I'm an older nigga. I'm like, a, I'm a real motherfucking man. I have a whole story, a whole life. So it's like, seeing you being entertained by some shit like this is just totally disrespecting my life because this is a child. Like, what the fuck is you talking about? But I'm not taking nothing, nothing away from that because that, that child, that nigga, that same nigga I'm talking about, he got his story. You dig mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But, but at the same time, the bitches they don't even got shit to listen to. You dig what I'm saying? You can't even get them a grown man talking about some sexy shit on some shit because they listening to kids talking about sexy shit. These same kids Mm -hmm. is talking to your daughter and you at the same time. Mm -hmm. Bitch, what is you talking about? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm Damn. Like, keep it real. That was an excellent way to break that
1: shit down. You what I'm saying? keep it real? Like you
0: said, though, you know what I'm saying? Like you said, said, sometimes I can can listen to that shit. I can Mm -hmm. hear that shit. You know what I mean? But I can't just consistently hear that shit. That's why I got to go back to 90s or something like that because...
1: Mm-hmm. because go back to what I'm you were saying music, about
0: not having a platform. That's what I was you know about to saying? say. Because I'm in the music game, I listen to Cushington, Belly Cushington. I listen to niggas that niggas ain't listening to because I'm, I am fuck with music. But I, I, I also... In my playlist. Yeah, yeah, that nigga. No, yeah, I don't give a fuck what y'all niggas Shout this. out that to Belly nigga. Gang. Yeah, yeah, that nigga hard. And but that's that, my that's like, my thing. Like, on, on God, like when I listen, when I think about my music, like listen, I wasn't even up on Belly Gang. I built Slaps and Traps put me up on Belly Gang. So, uh, shout out Slaps and Traps. You know what I'm saying? Shout out me, You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, once I heard it, it was already there with me. He just put it in another word because that's his experience. We got the same experiences. You dig what I'm saying, come from two different times. So that's why the respect is there. You dig what I'm saying, the same way, dog. Had to take showers at the at the truck stop. I had to. You dig what I'm that saying? Was a that was the Is shit That was the shit. Is that real? You feel yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? I yeah. didn't. I didn't. Yeah. Did couldn't really take weird, showers. Nigga. But when I had the opportunity, got the fiend to buy me a room because I was too young. You understand? Got me the fiend to buy me a room so I could that go that take nigga a shower said that shit about that that right back six to the spot. Like you understand what I'm saying? right because that's what we was doing. Exactly. We, that's what we was doing, because I wasn't in the legend. I was in the courtyard, you understand what I'm saying? That's just throw it out there, and Michigan in, just to throw it out there, you dig what I'm saying? That's why it's all respect to his rap, you understand? When, when when you got the cab company working for you, you dig what I'm saying? Where well, I can park my car in the parking lot, and I got the cab company in me, had company to shoot my motherfucking routes for me. You understand what I'm saying? That's real talk. When I hear a nigga talk like that, I can understand that part of the other of game because I'd have been through that and I could just talk about it now not. You dig what I'm saying? Everybody can't talk about it now not because some people, if they hear them type of stories, you got to be behind them fences. You you feel what I'm saying? And if you ain't behind them fences, can't anybody tell you nothing real like that, bro. You feel me? That that that's what make real rap to me. That's what make grown grown man rap to me. You feel me? Like I'm not gonna put Belly Gang in the class to be like he one of them young niggas just talk a bunch of shit. Belly Gang gotta be up in my class. You dig what I'm saying? That's You belly gotta gang be up Christians. in the OG class. You see what I'm saying? That's all I want. That's all I'm saying. Like Payroll. I when I listen to Payroll because I know we have been listening to him since he was a kid. You feel what I'm saying? But you cannot listen to Payroll now and not say respect to this grown ass motherfucking man. You can't do that. I don't, if you, yeah, you can't, you, you just still putting it bro. down. But he getting them, better with time. Me, man, you know what I'm to saying? To me, all of them Detroit niggas. Because I was a, I was, I ain't gonna lie, man. I really didn't like the way they was coming out. But they made me earn their respect, man. Them niggas made a fucking lane out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. All them mm-hmm. niggas did. And they was all working together. And initially, they was all working together like, fuck y'all niggas, man. Man, it's like when they you <laughs> say like nobody fuck up, in them niggas. Yep. They show niggas, prove, they niggas, prove wrong. niggas wrong. prove niggas wrong. Now everybody made, jocking them niggas because they doing their thing. You know what I'm saying? They made their own lane, nigga. But now, in the meantime, they, they getting, to me, they getting out of control, though. And that's how a, a, a beef would start between... Street niggas and lyricists in Detroit, because you got niggas that can spit that's not on, because you got niggas that's gatekeepers that can put them on, but they probably don't even know they can put them on. You know what I'm saying? It ain't no lyricists that's accessible. That's why accessible. I said they need to start letting more different. Yeah, uh, listen, just no artists, bro. It's, it's no, no lyricists, it's no lyricists in Detroit that. that's accessible, that's getting money here. It's nobody. So that's why you could have Vezo or somebody like that say something like, niggas in the hood ain't listening to Eminem. Nah, niggas with jobs is listening to Eminem. It's a different type of Eminem t- talking to a different market. He ain't talking to street niggas. he talking to another class of motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? People that got a different respect for the craft than you do. Than you do, exactly. Yeah. But the reason why he could say that is because it ain't no street lyricist. And they got a respect. For now, money. now, now, since Winding got out of jail, it's different now, because that nigga can really spit and he can be on. He can he can bridge gaps mm-hmm. between street niggas and niggas with the lyrics. See, Royce is just like straight. So niggas is gonna fuck with him. He believable, you know what I'm Mm saying? Niggas respect him, you know what I'm saying? But see, like when you say Royce, like see, we we talking a difference. Like and I and I don't want to. And there ain't no disrespect to everybody else. Just doing their thing, right? Mm. But let let's go back. Let's go back to where it came from, right? Mm. So we speaking on Royce. So we are gonna speak on Royce, and we gonna say this is a nigga that. No, all of this shit is going on right now he a part of it he come from where we from right we Mm -hmm. he come from he come from where the fuck i'm from you dig what i'm saying what do you mean where you from from detroit from the hood bro from the block that nigga is from the mile bro he from oak park fam listen what i'm trying to tell you bro detroit is detroit bro okay so when when this is a difference though between Royce and, and Eminem. Mm-hmm. I don't have a history of Royce. I mean, excuse me, of Eminem on any block on in Detroit. Where a nigga be like, yeah, Eminem on Santa Barbara, right. Eminem on Stoke. Eminem on no. But Royce is a nigga that been on the block. Oh yeah, for sure. so this is what the fuck I'm talking about. I consider him a Detroit, when a, a Detroit nigga. You say a nigga, nigga, man. So, so, so you know so, so for soon for sure. as we put like that. It's like we say a nigga from Pontiac. I think to be fair, oh, to to say, to say a Detroit Poniac. nigga. By the oh, way, of because oh, oh, because mm-hmm. I want to I want to just make it a sense that because that's something about Detroit that a lot of people don't don't know about. Like when when people put it in that perspective, when we when we say a nigga is a Detroit nigga, we say it's because the nigga actually be here or have done did shit here. I'm not, I've never classified, like, I understand, like, niggas say Eminem is a Detroit nigga da 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 he got Detroit, but I don't classify that as that. I don't, nobody ever told me anything about this nigga going to any school here or anything or being on any block here, anything. Yeah, he the fuck with a couple of my niggas here. He the fuck with some niggas that I know here, you know what I'm saying, that I know before D12 here. You dig what I'm saying? But at the same time, I don't know Eminem from doing shit here. He ain't bought a bag of weed from me. You dig it I'm saying? bought no pills for me? None of that shit. Any of those songs never, none of that. But what I'm saying is, ain't this is what I'm trying to say is, when we dealing with Royce, we dealing with an artist, bro. I'm not looking at, I'm not, I wouldn't even look at Royce and put Royce in the classification of anybody around this bitch. Because Royce is on another level with the music, bro. And I understand niggas got politics with dog, But I'm not talking about the politics with him. I'm talking about he's an artist. Just from he, an artist perspective. Yeah, I, I like, like, it's so a safe You can't this, take payroll. nothing away from that like, nigga. Say, Royce is a I, dope seat, I, I praise payroll. I fuck with him heavily, bro. But, but the difference is that payroll don't go all out to do all of that type of shit. He get his message across to the niggas he trying to get to. This nigga Royce... Royce lyrically be try- he he flipping some shit like nigga I don't know if you gonna feel it in Philly you gonna feel it everywhere like when you when it's a nigga listening for the lyrics bro which brings me to my next question lyrics, fellas right. especially why I got both of y'all niggas here man because both of y'all niggas remind me of myself so much y'all both than me you know what I'm saying but as far as knowing good music so let me ask you this is it a such thing as being too lyrical? As you know, often a nigga might be like, that shit too lyrical, this nigga too hot. Even I didn't said it, I ain't gonna, you know what I'm saying? Is there such thing as being too lyrical where yeah. a uh, nigga might just overdo it. It's definitely you know not a thing about a nigga being too lyrical when you in the business of being lyrical. It just is what it is. It's like, nigga, I like niggas that smile or I like niggas that got a lot of flow. You feel what I'm saying? You like what you like. You can't. Yeah, I agree, man. It yeah, everybody here is different life, too. It might yeah, depend you, on like, your region you where you at, grew up at, how you was raised. You talk and all about that shit. lyrical. Look at Bone, bro. Look at how Bone was just <coughs> Bone. How you gonna no? You could like say lyrical. Bone, Bone they, does harmony, really really, right? Really, yeah, they really were. That lyrical. that's your okay. That's your opinion. But my opinion, like if I look at Bone, say okay, boom, these niggas harmonizing, they doing words and doing a whole bunch of shit, right? They lyrical than the motherfucker, right? But that's a nigga's opinion because some niggas like, boom. That's a nigga opinion. He say he wouldn't say bone. I say I would say bone. Everybody that's a ear opinion. different. That's lyrical. Everybody ear different. It's nothing wrong with being too lyrical because the same nigga that listen to Jay Cole or listen to Bone, that's gonna listen to some niggas from the UK. You dig what I'm saying? It's no. If you know what I'm saying? No, so you don't you think it got like, nothing to do with like the region, no. the region, nothing no, like where you I think, from I think think you fans or... For that extra lyrical shit, it's gonna go listen to when they feel like I'm gonna listen to some lyrical shit and listen to that. But guess what? Today I want to hear Master P. I just got my shit washed, bitch. I'm about to. I'm, I'm coming out of the car wash, bitch. I'm about to. I'm about to bang this Master P, bitch. But tomorrow or something... I'm I'm motherfucking blowing motherfucking dust out of my motherfucking computer, taking the signs off my motherfucking shit, cleaning my shit off. Guess what, bitch? I got some goddamn Kendrick Lamar. On. You feel me, nigga? Gonna listen to what the fuck he wanna listen to when he listens to it. Lyrics ain't got shit to do with it, man. Me, my opinion, I can't listen to J Cole or Kendrick Lamar. That is too lyrical for me. But that you know what I'm saying? It, it be I have to. I feel I feel like music got three different things it needs to touch. And one of the things it it gotta touch your soul. And Kendrick Lamar don't touch my soul. It touches my mind. You know what I'm saying? So when I'm listening to Kendrick Lamar, I'm like, damn, that's sweet. But I you know, after listening to it for two or three times, you are like, that's that's as far as it go. Damn, that's sweet. But it don't really it's not really relatable. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's your guy. You like, damn. When, when Tupac said, even as a crack fiend mama, you always was a black queen mama, that was real simple. That wasn't lyrical. But at that time, talking about something like that made a lot of people have an understanding of what their life was. Because a lot of people was living in that type of situation. I ain't gonna say a lot of people, but it was people nah, that well, could was relate to, to that type of situation. <clears throat> but Biggie, Biggie was rapping. You know what I'm saying? He was using metaphors, entendres, and all this other shit. You know what I'm saying? That's lyrical. You know what I mean? In my opinion. So like you, like y'all was saying earlier, everybody got their own opinion on how that shit roll. Pop wasn't, to me, pop wasn't lyrical. <clears throat> but he touched your soul. So he's still resonating with motherfuckers mm-hmm. right now. So do you I think can, a nigga I can still know how to rap without being lyrical? Or do mm-hmm. it gotta strictly be just some lyrical shit? Can you be considered a hip-hop artist Absolutely.
1: without being
0: lyrical? Absolutely. Uh, is it a difference between hip-hop and rap? Uh, if you, hip-hop if hip-hop you, is a culture. If you're not lyrical, you're not a hip-hop artist. You probably like more like a pop artist. something like that like hip-hop hip-hop is definitely gonna deal with uh the very first and foremost thing that hip-hop is gonna deal with is the motherfucking nigga that's talking and if it's not lyrical it's probably gonna end up in a different category than what hip-hop is anything that a nigga go up there and he's and he wrote or he spit freestyle in any type of way to uh any type of beat that's talking about any type of urban culture uh any type of shit to so that we in so what is lyrical to you lyrical mm-hmm. shit. like what like an example example of a yeah. lyrical. lyrical an example of lyrical like an artist right Mm-hmm. So, an example of lyrical, like an artist would be like, god damn, there's a million of them Just name one Uh, Lil Wayne Okay So, why would you say he is a um, lyric, I mean, you know, lyrical Why Lil Wayne lyrical? Yeah because of the wordplay or because Or can be, or, <clears throat> excuse yeah, me, be considered see, a lyricist. Right? No, because the reason why I'm asking you is because in 94, because I remember what that I don't remember how old I was, but in 94, I remember Bone first coming out. Mm-hmm. And the first thing I heard from Bone, because... That's, up, that's lyrical too. That's what I was about to say. To me, that that wasn't lyrical. That, and that's yeah, what I'm trying, It could be more than one... Person that's lyrical, motherfucker. It can be. But like, wait a minute, wait a minute. The first thing that came out, man. I didn't even know that that was rap. Uh, the niggas, you know, was niggas like, are trying to consider right like man, listen, lyrical listen, shit, like listen, East Coast. They was East Coast, like, Coast Center type East 99 shit. Ninety nine. You know what what I consider lyrical I me, is yeah, what I consider lyrical is they was singing. What, yeah, I, consider is, were singing, what yeah, though. I consider lyrical is you, you listen mean, like to the nigga it. Can't rap just because you listen to it. You don't know what's coming next and then it all makes sense that's what i consider lyrical and you did it to the like say for instance to me too short is lyrical bro right so it's just say like too short is rapping on the most basic type of cadence that you could think of right mm. but also lil wayne is lyrical right so if you listen to like the uh the lil wayne shit with with jay-z and um uh what's, what's that shit? Uh, I don't know Just listen to any of it It's lyrical to me Because of the simple fact When you speaking I'm waiting on the next part I can't tell what it's gonna be Boom, you done took me on a trip I had to pay attention When shit ain't lyrical Like whoop, there it is Right? I cannot remember one lyric In that motherfucking song, bro Only thing I can remember is the hook because it's no lyrical shit in the song, bro. There's lyrical There's nothing shit. Nothing that made it stand out. Nothing, nothing. He's not. You're not thinking about it or nothing. When I listen to like, say for instance, like, and I'm no, I know because that's your opinion. I understand no disrespect. I'm just speaking on just because. I'm gonna just say it, uh, Kendrick Lamar, because a lot of people can relate to that. When I listen to Kendrick Lamar. Even when I listen to his new shit, it's not going to be what everybody's going to spit because everybody ain't living that type of shit that he talking about at that type of time and putting it in that type of point of view. But when you think about if you had to do it and you had to spit it and you had to drop it with his cadence and on the time that he did it and do all of that shit, it it cannot be done. That's very lyrical. Most people can't do that. You dig what I'm saying? Even if they didn't have bread, like even if you exclude the money out of it, like say Kendrick Lamar didn't have a, a lot of money to go to the studio and produce a bunch of shit. He can have a simple ass beat, bro, and rap that shit because he don't need money to be himself or to create what he already got in him. He can have a simple ass beat and spit that shit over a simple ass beat it would be extremely fucking lyrical. Because you got to sit there and listen to what dog's saying. Hmm. Lyrical can also be Wu-Tang, right? But the difference is that lyrical shit played out, right? So you got different types of lyrical shit. Wu-Tang was lyrical at one point in time and then you start understanding like, that shit don't even make sense. That shit was I'm gonna play the song over again and again and again, and guess what? It don't make sense. It don't apply to shit in my motherfucking life, bro. You understand? But it was lyrical. Yeah, but so I'm not gonna play it no more. The yeah, I was a big Wu Tang. I know, I know some Wu Tang Even back in the '90s heart. when I was listening to the niggas back in '92, I know so much shit about heart. Yeah, they, they girl. but here go the thing: back, in, back in '92, I could understand that Look, they was man. real niggas. They, the Wu Tang niggas come from a real Place. Yeah, just them, like said the them, yeah. them just just like rappers, I said, the them, them, just, rappers see, them just the rappers, them just the rappers we see, them just the rappers we see on the, the videos of. and on in the, the records. But guess what? It's a it's a ten thousand of them Wu niggas. Mm. It's ten thousand of them that don't rap, mm. that that they ain't rap. got shit to do with no, with, with Rayquan. Another different chapters of them niggas. Another army niggas. Them is some, some real niggas there that back in '92 and today still at that motherfucker, bro. That's real niggas. Them is just, it's all just them like, came, just like, say for instance, we got cash out though, boys, but it's still a thousand goddamn, uh, 10,000 goddamn Detroit niggas doing their thing. Who don't got no name. Them Wu-Tang niggas, them niggas, them niggas been there. They just can't rap. That's they all really I'm saying. They never really went nowhere. Niggas that niggas just passionate. went back underground. Oh, I'm, I'm just saying they can't rap. I'm just saying, bro. Even back in, you a got, lot of people don't know that. Think bro. about this. Think about this. You, you talking about the rappers. No, that's going to do Wu Tang had our whole energy. When you say that, you know that's going like, to that, you know bring a lot when of did criticism. No, I'm coming. just I'm saying them niggas can't rap. You know there's a lot of Wu Tang lovers out here that's going to beg to difference when you say the niggas can't rap. Yeah, good. Everybody got their opinion. That's their opinion. They can't hate on dogs about this Nah, no, nah. you like everybody it, trying Wu-Tang to say, come I'm just saying, though, you know. What year, year did Wu Tang come out? Shit. About 92. Yeah. take 90. yeah. okay. Never that came out. 92. 92. Now, think about this, what was coming out. That's the, the first front. time I heard the it. The first, first came out, right? out. Wait, 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 wait. No, 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 wait, 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 wait. You already going left. That's what I'm trying to tell I'm you. You're not going left. You're down. talking about the rappers. Wu Tang is a bunch of niggas beyond them rappers that you're talking about. You understand what I'm saying? That's a whole block. Like say for instance, you talk about D-Block, right? Mm. D-Block ain't because he just Jada Kiss and got them some niggas that you heard rapping saying D-Block. It's niggas that's that's D-Block that don't rap that ain't got shit to do with rap. That's what I'm trying to say. Like they man, Super Larry. They, they already there, bro. This shit is documented, bro. It's already out there. These things the, 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 the Wu-Tang well, like the all case. that all, it's that, all that PLO, cool. PLO, PLO stuff. You know you know how uh uh Method Man got this shit PLO style. Uh yeah, I, I, yeah, I, 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 I know what you about. That's some real shit that got real history. That's real woo shit that that ain't got shit to do with. You see what I'm saying? It's more than that. Them these are just the niggas that bring it to the forefront. But they they got they got niggas, this is ten niggas, eleven niggas, twelve niggas, eight niggas. But these but but, but that you see at a time. But behind them, they got nigga a thousand niggas, bro. They all, right. all rap that same shit, they don't rap. They I'm don't give a fuck this. about in music, nigga. Them niggas, them niggas was grew up hustlers just like we got the 50 boys and all that shit. Hustlers from our back in our days and shit. Them niggas got that shit. You go back in 92, you go find goddamn woo niggas on Staten Island, hustling, holding down blocks and shit like that, bro. They got that shit, bro. That's all I'm saying. So we can't look at everything like because we heard Method Man say some shit, niggas is this, that, and that, like, what? That's method Man. method Man got 1,100 niggas behind him. Then goddamn Ray got niggas behind him. Niggas, these niggas is real killers. Like, you got to like, look at that, like, look that shit. That's I'm real saying. killers everywhere, you know I'm, I'm, like, I'm serious, bro. Strict, strictly, I'm serious, We strictly, strictly, I'm saying from, from a music perspective, because if that's the case, I'm saying yes, that 92, this is all I'm saying. In 92, The Chronic came out. Case closed. That's probably why I really it didn't. Killed the gang. I didn't know that much about Wu Tang because the Chronic came out. When I heard that shit, that said, that's okay. I was 16. Nah, it years was old. over, man. You know it when the Chronic yeah, came know, out. Didn't was over. Shit, right. I didn't know how many killers. Right? I didn't know how many killers. I wasn't living, living that Wu w- that Wu w- shit. Mm-mm. I know them <laughs> niggas was talking you know, about. It ain't, ain't no disrespect does. to them niggas. It's just uh, everybody can not right, relate to niggas, man. Like I said, I think it got a lot to do with region. Where you come from? I ain't um, gonna say, say that. just mistakes, mistakes, that's that's we that We near West, niggas, man. Niggas, I, that just came came me, out, like, man. Hey, When the chronic came out, when the came out, it was already there, like damn. That's already what the fuck we was doing. Either we was selling, we listen. Or think this. about this. Even if think it wasn't what the fuck you were before doing, before the that chronic shit was came dope, out nigga. and WA, you heard the motherfucker chronic took over the game because you had DOC, you had above the law. Think about by '92, before the chronic even came out, above the law, DJ Quik, MCA. E forty too short. All of them niggas was already out. Hey, shout out to uh had been and, out. Hey, DJ, quick on that. Just For like, a minute. Then like, the chronic came like, out. That was a bad motherfucker. So too you, short like, been on since like eighty four. No, now, now and, and I think that's when the West Coast, I mean the East it's Coast, and the West like Coast like shit started getting tense. And they say you got out the the Niggas started, started throwing temp, jabs and like shit bro. because the East Coast <laughs> was coming out with songs. Nikki D, shout out to Nikki D on the Sway Show. Uh, she was like uh, all glocks down. No, that was Heather B. Heather B. yep, yeah, on the Sway Show. She w- she came out with a song called All Glocks Down. I remember that. That was. And then a Main Source came out with a song. I'm looking at the front door. Ooh 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 ooh. Hey, I remember. And that. they was hey. like that shit was number one. I hey, was like up. what? <laughs> wait wait wait. I was like stop. <laughs> man, they on. was like that stop. shit was number one. Stop stop. But, hold on hold on hold on hold on. Hold on. Who made that song right there? Main Source. Yeah, main who the source. fuck is that nigga? That's a nigga. That's a group. That's, a group. That's what I'm saying, nigga. That was from East Coast. The That's right. hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me say something, cause, cause we on. We the live. East Coast was hating on, on the we West live Coast live so anywhere. bad back then. Let me dog. tell y'all something. I was a, listen. I'm from Detroit, Michigan. Uh, Main Source. Woo, 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 woo. Right. This shit used to play on the New Day show, right? Every time that shit came on, bro. I'm going to tell you something. That shit was garbage, bro. I, I was a kid when I heard that shit, and it was <laughs> nigga, fucking trash, bro. It was trash, and I couldn't believe it, but I said the bitches dancing to it and all that shit. But I just want to let y'all know, every time I hear that shit, I laugh, bro. I laugh. That's It is what it I is. is. Everybody different. Shit, uh, fuck them. It is this. Slash a trap show. Y'all niggas would be all right. I'm you know looking I'm saying? at the front door. That ain't taking nothing from nobody. The shit niggas was hating on bitch the West Coast shit. It is where it is. is. It ain't hey, just listen. the West Coast. Anything no, that no, wasn't no, the East listen. Coast, the niggas was hating on that listen, shit. Listen, they just call it what the fuck it was. Now later on not, down the line, niggas started fucking with niggas. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't about hating. I'm right there in the front door. The East Coast just was garbage. The niggas was just making better music. Listen, listen. The East Coast was just garbage back then, dog. LL Cool, LL. Cool J came out with an album called names, 16 LL. Remember, LL, LL came DMC. out with an album called 16 Shots to the Dome. For the whole name, 14 shots. Oh my bad, Cool J. It was this not nigga one came from I Need bro. Love to 14 no, Shots to the Dome. I'm a hip hop niggas. I remember then, all those. Then all um, all Run shit, DMC tried to outdo yeah. that. Was like, we gonna outdo N.W.A. They had came uh, down with the King, Oh, uh, down uh, with the that King, uh, Run DMC outdoing WA. N.W.A. Yeah, nigga. And N.W.A. went platinum. You got to understand, dog, Run DMC was only going gold. And W.A. came out. Who out was of, on uh, first? Run DMC? Huh? Who was on first? Run DMC was, was on probably before N.W.A.? Yeah. Hey, That's y'all had I mean. kid and play, bro. Do you understand that type of shit? Y'all had kid and play, bro. It just seemed like the East Coast was based around that all that dancing back, that and shit. Play. makes it great, a hot top hey, fade. It's not my trade bar. When I get lucky, y'all had in the kid dog. and play, bro. God Do you understand damn. But right at the same play. time, y'all gonna say. The West Coast was fading. That nigga so bad. That shit was terrible. Kid and play made all this motherfucking money, right? But y'all gonna tell me that it's a time right now in the motherfucking future where anybody can do anything and that nobody want to pay respect to the older niggas are you fucking serious fuck out of here But y'all was out here dancing to Kid and Play, nigga. It just seemed like them East Coast you know, niggas was based all around that them dancing ass shit. Cali up niggas, got them Midwest road, niggas, nigga South niggas. Around, bro. Anybody that wasn't the East Coast niggas, it was more yeah, reality you know, you based. dressed like Kid and Play, all these niggas fucking fiends, man, all the high top, all that shit. It just seemed like all that East Coast shit. If a nigga wasn't yelling their projects <laughs> out in every fucking song, it was just about all that dancing ass shit. You know what I'm saying? All the rest of the world was more reality-based, more reality-driven, you know saying, what I'm saying? Bro. Especially no, Cali. then Cali you know, had all that, that gang shit. Like, it was like a different type of realness with all that gang when shit. When you look at the history in hip-hop, bro, and it's like, you could tell how much shit was put together, like, when you look at shit like Kid and Play, bro. Like, when I look at that era in hip-hop, I just be like, how did this shit stick in Float so goddamn But you wrong, gotta like, think of the time. That's exactly what I'm saying his was mind frame was at slow. At that time that We wasn't was, We wasn't listening To that shit no more That was good Like on a movie Or something We was listening to N.W.A. And Eazy-E Once N.W.A. And Eazy-E came out It was yeah. over man no, That's just what It all about down That's when that kid played. Cause shit. it made Everybody Come have now. to Step their game up Even if you wasn't then On N-W-A that shit N-W-A You had to step your out, game up In order to survive In this shit then after N.W.A. dropped, it wasn't no more East Coast. Uh, who was listening to Kid and Play after, by the time that's the Chronic, you, the chronic dropped right. in 92? But y'all feel what I'm saying. I'm just trying to see if y'all feel what I'm saying, I'm just trying to see if y'all feel what I'm saying. We talking about the history of hip-hop and how that shit going. Like, How did Kid and Play stick? I hear what you saying, cause, cause it wasn't was. The V had the West Coast popping. No, like you say, the West Coast was popping. Mm-hmm. that shit stuck, bro. Them niggas did. Uh, uh, because they, them niggas they did wasn't commercial. They did Them niggas video. wasn't commercial, fam. Once was super we commercial, easy cause they were doing Pepsi. Over. Them niggas doing all type of goddamn sponsorships, nigga. Yeah. they had two or three movies. And exactly. what I'm saying is, like, where was we as a culture at that no, point? I take in that life, back. Once at that dope point, man in life, came out, when Kid and Play got that much value, that's crap. NWA do Let me tell you, Kid and Play faded out. And if you go back in your mind state in 90, 91, dog, DOC, NWA, above the law. That's C-Bow, all I was playing. See what I'm saying? Listen, wait a so minute, wait, wait. a minute. It wasn't right there, no nigga. Kid, you know, kid and Play was like, if you ran into this college bitch, you riding around, you ran into a college bitch, you might play some kid to play so you don't scare that bitch off. Especially at that time, I can tell you about any and all things West yeah, Coast, I dog, still was not Dog, D-O- just think, right after N.W.A. dropped, D.O.C. was on N.W.A. album. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I never fuck with that type of shit. Like, I was always playing, like. And DLC yeah. Hell um, right yeah, you now. it hey. finally came then out. After of all of that, hey, wait a hey. minute. After all of that, the the law, DJ Quick, mc The Chronic Drop. I'm trying to think who was. I wasn't playing nobody. Oh, yes, <coughs> I was. On the East Coast, I was playing. I was playing Nas. I was playing Jay Z. I was playing. That was uh, in 96. Okay, so in later then, down Al- the line, ah, that's when that was, when the no bar this, had been this. raised by no, no, then. You well, know what I'm what was, w- now it uh, in the chronic. Oh, N.W. When N.W.A. dropping. That's what I'm saying. saying. That, that was later down the line. I'm talking about before. That's when the bar had been raised by then. 89, 90. You're talking about prior to the bar being raised. You know, talking like the whole 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 era and shit. Tupac too. Yep, Scar size, size, uh, Ghetto Boys, Scarface, Ghetto Boys, all that shit. They took an L, bro. They took an L for L. about five, six bro, years. Bro, it's still there, still L. Shit. L. What the fuck are you talking about? That's what I'm saying. They started, but they took an L, and that L kept rolling, bro, because it went through everywhere. No, nah, it didn't Jay Z stopped it, and then Diplomats stopped it. Never. Well, I was locked no, up, so I wasn't, so, so was like, like, yeah, so. Just said had just like. say like, they had no, no, no nigga. You see you niggas wearing pink ho. shirts. Nah, it's really, JT started that shit, then DMX. let like say from 2001 you know to 2007, And you got to give it to us, thousands of kids and that shit in you know. between, too. L-O-X. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? From 2001 to 2007, I don't know shit, because I wasn't here. That nigga JT Kisses is an incredible MC. I can't speak on that. That's around the time, like, Diplomats came in 2000. Like three. 2003, yeah, I was gone. All it. the mixtapes and shit started dropping like 2000 in the 2002, and 2003. Los you know Santana, nigga, was harder than little. Oh, White. I was fucking with fabulous too. I ain't gonna Cause I remember the, that uh, shit, cause that diplomatic immunity came out on my birthday. Y'all. The same day my nigga DJ died. Rest in, in peace, DJ. All the desert storm shit, Cook was that cool. Yeah, desert storm was cool. When he dropped, when he was dropping all that fabulous mix shit back yeah, in the day, I was fucking with that. Now I don't know yeah, what, year was what year that was. Shout out Fab, you feel what I'm saying? Nah, no, you but talking what? about 97, We East Coast, East Coast, Fab came around about 98. You do some <clears> gyms, <throat> gyms, but they gems. <coughs> I remember blood. exactly when that shit when well, Fab came around, saying the 98. If you was in New York, country. you heard him around 97. You had the South, you had the West Coast. That's it. That's no, it. no, they was killing the you had Philly, no. cause you had Cassidy, you had goddamn you Cassidy had the money and them came out after that. That's 96. later down the line. I was I'm, like, down, I'm talking about I was between 80 and 90. Let's get the error straight so we don't throw the fans and so we don't yeah, throw the yeah, people yeah, off. Okay. We talk about the all out, all eight era. We talking about the, I'm talking okay. about, we talk about about 85, about 96, about 80, by 88 to 96. 25 came out with all eyes on me and Machiavelli in 95. Yeah. A lot of was killing the whole East Coast by itself. 96. Man, man so Against then, the World then, came man. out in 95. Machiavelli and All Eyes on Me came DJ out in 96. DJ Quick's first album dropped. You got to think about it. Who on the East Coast was you listening to? DJ Quick album dropped like in 94. 90 first folk. album. So who was you listening to on the East Coast? East Coast, It wasn't nobody. Though. Nah, that was yeah. 92. That Quick is the Name? Yeah, nice. 96. I was listening to not. Yeah, man, and 96. Uh, I am. What DJ Quick uh, talking about? That Quick
1: is the Name? Mm-hmm. That
0: was 92. I wasn't listening um, to goddamn um. DJ. Quinty. Yeah, yeah. At all, Safe and Sound came out in '94. At all, like in '96, I was listening. What was that if tape wasn't, wasn't, with just like Compton and all. That was Safe and Sound one. Yeah, yeah. Nah, nah. That was way too funky. Oh, Way man, too funky. Nah, nah, it's 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 nah, that was right. ninety four. That's just like Compton and all that shit. Hell, hell well, yeah, well, hmm. West Coast nah, mob shit. Yeah, mom yeah mom I wasn't. I, was, I ain't mom. never listening. Finally, man, after motherfucking CPT. Nas nah, ain't garbage. Nas one. It was a too much hard shit at that time. MC Eight nigga that we come strapped That motherfucking um, man. South Central Cartel, Murder Squad. <clears throat> The East Coast stepped it the fuck up though, cause shit like this nigga said, "When 96, 97 on out shit, Jay Z came out with that uh, with yeah. one, whatever that with that Atlanta and and artists that shit, you could listen to on the East." But it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't many. And then when that nigga Pac, when Pac um, when Pac got out, got out the hospital, bar and then he dropped, hit him up, bro. It was pretty much like, bro, why well, I'm listening to Mob Deep for? Cause I had Mob Deep shit too. Mob Deep helped me get through a bit, bro. I know certain verses by heart. I like Mob Ma Deep. Man, Mob Ma Deep was all right, man. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I know certain verses by heart. Man, that nigga Jay-Z got, them, nigga got them niggas together when that nigga put life, that nigga, that that put that life, nigga on that screen. I ain't gonna lie, but I was the best coach Deep, I ain't listening to none of them yeah. niggas. But, but, again, but you between like eighty eight, like between eighty eight and like ninety five, I ain't listening to no East Coast. Cause my Deep do some other, that's some other real shit that no go beyond rap, bro. That shit is is really embedded in they hood. my Deep party was that infamous it's more to me, man. Than just, that shit was. It's still. more niggas man. than just the niggas that, that, that you hear on still. the motherfucking. Nah, man. You gotta think about. Bro. Okay, well, my mindset. Let me say this. Let me say this. My mindset when E-40 40 40. album first dropped, like the first practice looking yeah, album when had I first hit. Wait, 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 me, wait. a minute. It's not that, It was just, them niggas was so different because I heard all of that. Mob Deep had, E-40 maybe, came out maybe, before Mobb Deep. Maybe, maybe it's wait because, wait because I actually went to New York, though, and been spent time in Brooklyn and Manhattan and shit like that. Like, maybe, maybe, and Queens. Like, maybe it's because I actually been around that day. I could probably feel more of when I heard them niggas going. You know what I'm saying, and yeah. then that's the difference. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. Like I fuck with the shit you talking about too, but I'm I, just saying. I, wait I, me, I wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm saying like this: the East Coast because when, my family, I would, when I'm listening to uh, what, what what that nigga say, uh, when that nigga say, uh, uh, I'm riding in my hootie like it's a Benz. Pac say that shit on one of his songs. It wasn't that was no. That straight it, ball, it, wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't know no. i but I'm niggas, riding like it's a bean. Niggas was talking about drinking more wet and shit like that. We was riding base arenas like it was a And we used to like ride man. in basic arenas like it was a bitch. Because, nigga, i be 16, <laughs> yeah, 17, that was that ball. riding in a grown man motherfucking car at a young ass motherfucking age, dog. Yeah, straight on the scrum. Yeah, I'm straight what that got to do with what we talking about? What it got to do with we talking about is, mm. it, it wasn't no game being like the, the Mob Deep and all of them motherfuckers wasn't relying on no game. Like, nigga, the, hey, all the man, whole West. They talk, had game. What was they talking about? Shit, what you, man, what, what you was mean, the game? do? Game, game from an they East was Coast was perspective, the game, man. There ain't no n- game that a nigga can relate game to game from, perspective, from Detroit. Bro. That's, just like, that's just like if you go to Brazil, bro if you go to brazil right now it's it's niggas in brazil that live a life bro and it's like it might not be the life you live but them niggas live a real motherfucking life and it's like oh them niggas ain't talking about shit cause that's that ain't how it is where we at but that shit will you will live or die where the fuck where them niggas at no no i understand yeah, yeah I understand. that's what i'm saying wait, like wait, i understand digital. that part i ain't talking about that but just like everybody else them niggas too got niggas from they hood bro that's really them niggas mm-hmm. the rappers hold the name of respectfully from everywhere they come from so just like say for instance if we become a thousand niggas deep right mm-hmm. and then we get a little nigga or, or two little niggas or three little niggas that in a group or something whatever one nigga in a group and he come out and he say sovereign king we already a thousand niggas deep, but he is already sovereign kings because it's ten thousand niggas or hundred thousand niggas that fuck with him, and they see him and he's the face of it, or him and his two or three homeboys. But guess what? It's a thousand niggas behind him. It's been the sovereign kings started niggas back in goddamn two thousand eight. You feel me? Y'all listening to this shit in two thousand twenty eight. You feel what I'm saying? But it's a nigga rapping this bitch strong and this bitch is getting the notoriety and the money. Everybody gonna look at this nigga and say he's Saver Cake, this is where Sava Cake started from. Like, no. He representing the whole shit. A lot of these rappers, when we listen to who they is and where the fuck they come from, they already come from somewhere that's been established for a thousand years. A hundred years. You feel what I'm saying? Niggas come from hoods. We come I'm from i I'm from six mile. You understand what I'm saying? I didn't I'm not a I'm not. When I come out rapping, I blow up like boom. I'm. I'm. Everything six mile nine. No, six mile had already been there. You a six mile nigga, but you don't. You. You got different things you do. Like, cause I do too. I've never been in the six mile game. I just make a lot of money and all my people. This is where I was born from. Like, this is where I'm at. I'm a six mile nigga these rappers we talking about, bro, they already come from shit that's already been out here before they even had shit to do with
1: it. And and ladies and gentlemen, that. you
0: tuned into the Slaps and Traps radio podcast. Honest yeah. Conversation, Sean Murph, G-United's they- in the motherfucking building. You know what I'm saying? You're tuned into Slaps and Traps radio. And we talking about the Wu-Tang, right? <laughs> it's gonna be some niggas <laughs> that's in the Wu-Tang they got cases and murders or blase or business going on. Raekwon don't know about. Reza don't know it because they can't. Them niggas, these, these niggas was in woo for them niggas. This they repping where the fuck they come from. Go ask somebody. It's the slap, slap, slap. We go hit you with and Traps Radio Podcast. Let's get it. Powered right. by. The Slap God, C. Austin, The DJ.